Welcome to today's Hubbard and O'Brien Economics Podcast. I'm Tony O'Brien. I'm a professor of economics at Lehigh University. Joining me today is my co-author, Glenn Hubbard. Glenn is Russell L. Carson Professor of Finance and Economics at Columbia, where he served as Dean of the Graduate School of Business. Glenn has also served as Deputy Assistant Secretary of the U.S. Treasury Department and Chair of the President's Council of Economic Advisors. How are you today, Glenn? I'm great. How are you? Doing well, doing well, hanging in there. Okay, Glenn, uh, turning to a micro issue, what do you think is likely to happen to small businesses as a result of the pandemic? Uh, What's likely to happen to the the mom and pop businesses, we sometimes call them, businesses that are sole proprietorships owned by an individual or a family, might be uh, a restaurant, uh, could be a, a, an auto repair shop or a flower shop. There are, as you know, millions of them in the U.S. What do you think is likely to be the effect on them of the pandemic? Well, it's a great question, Tony. I know you and I talked about this a lot, and we wrote a blog post together on it. You know, right now, a lot of people in looking at the economy or politicians looking at what to do, have been focused just on sustaining small business. There are things like the CARES Act or the Paycheck Protection Program that are aimed at helping small businesses continue or keep their workers on payroll. But the more interesting longer run economics question is the one you asked, well, what would happen as the pandemic goes on or as we recover? And there, if you think about the recovery as involving things like a lot of testing or social distancing for a while, perhaps less density in a small business, whether it's a store or a restaurant, uh, that has implications. It's, it's like saying they're extra transactions costs or even a fixed cost of operation in a small business that could raise the a minimum efficient scale of business. And that's just a way of saying we might see fewer mom and pop stores uh, and more chain stores. So for example, uh, is Amazon going to take share away from more local real retailers? For years, there have been a, a trend in stores like Walmart uh, taking shares uh, from local retailers. Will chain restaurants, whether they're fast casual or fast food or higher-end chain restaurants, take scale from some of the more local independent restaurants? It remains to be seen, but I think there's every chance that something like that happens if the follow-on from the pandemic is higher costs of doing business because of the uh, social distancing or the need for more uh, aggressive cleaning or testing of customers, employers, and employees, and so on. Yeah, I was watching a couple of days ago, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who um, former head of the FDA and who appears fairly frequently on CNBC and some other cable stations. And he was asked the question, well, how can you reassure consumers once the social distancing guidelines have been lifted that they can safely go into stores, that they can safely go into a restaurant? And he said, well, you know, restaurants are going to have to do certain things. They're going to have to have fewer tables per, you know, per square foot. They're going to have to take some of the tables out so there's more space between tables. They're probably going to have to move to, say, printing up paper menus that are used once and then thrown away. They're going to have to do rigorous cleaning of every table after each 
after each customer has has finished and left. As they were saying that, I was thinking everything you're mentioning is raising the costs to that yes. restaurant. And you're you're probably right that those that Gottlieb is probably right that those are the kinds of things that companies may have to do and may be bearable for the um, you know the, the 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 chain restaurant that could have some of the expenses covered by whoever is uh, you know the, the the larger firm that runs them. But for the little mom and pop restaurant, the little pizza parlor. To say, well, you better take, you've got 20 tables in here, you better go down to 10, and you better, instead of reusing your menus for months and months, you better print up a bunch of paper ones and, you know, go through 50 of them a night. That may be the kind of cost, as you mentioned, that really can't be bared, that in, in effect, your costs are going to be higher now, and you'd have to raise your price, which might not make you competitive. That's absolutely right. And, and there's another potential, which is shifting back the other direction. So, for example, if you're a landlord that owns a lot of the storefronts for small stores or restaurants, your rents that you charge, of course, are a big part of the cost uh, for the restaurants or stores. Query, is that sustainable? So part of the shifting may not just be to a change in market structure, or to a change in price, but backward to rents that get paid. Because after all, if a restaurant says it can't pay my rent and it closes, the next restaurant I get may not be able to do that either. So we're probably going to see a variety of changes ranging from prices to market structure to rents. And I think we don't really know yet. I think there'll be considerable uncertainty, both for small business people, all of us as their customers, uh, and for the people that own the real estate in which they sit. I think those are good points. Um, one aspect of it is the financial fragility of many of these small businesses. I was looking at a, a study the Federal Reserve did in 2019. So you know, this was before the, the COVID crisis and, and wasn't motivated by, by um, attempting to examine how small businesses might do in a crisis, but it was just looking at uh, the financial situation of many small businesses. And they found that the typical small business, it was like two thirds of them at some point during the previous year had had some problem paying some of their operating expenses or purchasing inventories. And that of those that had problems, two thirds had relied on the owner's personal funds to meet the financial challenge. So you know, you're in a situation where you're running a small store and you're having trouble buying your inventories because maybe it was a very cold week or month or or you had there was some other problem that caused your revenue to drop off and what do you have to do well you have to go into your own personal funds that is something that even in the best of times causes some small businesses to fail but now you wonder whether or not if we're going to enter a new era in which we may well face these kind of viruses popping up and we may go through periods in which the financial resources of businesses are going to be really strained. But that could be another reason why the typical small business just can't make it because they they lack the financial resources. And as you mentioned, in terms of renting space from a landlord, landlords may be leery of saying, well, you know, I myself, the landlord can't afford to have my tenants miss 
two or three or four months worth of rent. So maybe I'm going to make sure that uh, the people I rent to, the stores that I rent to, have the ability to weather a crisis without, in fact, getting me to stop collecting the rent for, for several months. It's a great point. You know, the Federal Reserve is standing up something they call a Main Street Lending Facility for lending to small and mid-sized businesses in the recovery. But it's early days. For all the reasons you mentioned, I'm, I'm not really sure that it would even be enough or that that borrowing would keep the small businesses intact. So I think the point we make in the blog post about a likely shift in market structure for restaurants and small stores still strikes me as more likely than not. Yes, my guess is that we are going to see a significant restructuring, um, not just with small businesses, but maybe some larger businesses. You probably saw that JCPenney looks like they're, ex they're exploring uh, a bankruptcy. And the whole department store business, which has been suffering for, for years, um, largely because of Amazon and other online borrowing, maybe that will also be another area where we'll, we'll see failures. And then many malls are dependent on their so-called anchor stores that have the big pennies or Macy's in there. And um, if they can't make it, then that's a problem for the small stores that are in the mall that, you know, they don't people are not coming to, to Macy's, then they're not walking down and getting their, uh, their cup of coffee from a, a, a local uh, firm that has a, a, a coffee kiosk in that mall. And it's another source of pressure. Uh, absolutely. And I think what we're seeing during the crisis is really an acceleration of trends that were already out there of Amazon or even Walmart.com or Walmart as a store displacing some of the tr more traditional uh, department stores. So yes, that will also have spillovers to small business. So it's always a challenging time uh, to be a small business, but the waters here are probably choppier than I can ever remember. Absolutely. And one of the things that may also turn out to be important is that people are exploring new ways to, um, to buy things that you know, there are people who had never before ordered groceries, say online and have started to do that. And maybe that makes them think, hey, you know, maybe we, sh we should eat in more and, and eat out less and could cut into restaurant businesses. Oh, I'm kind of tired of, cook of cooking at home myself. <laughs> I'm, not that good at it. I'm kind of looking forward to the restaurants. Me too. Me too. There are a number of local restaurants that we go to, and uh, we certainly hope they pull through this and that uh, we'll be able to go back to them again. Okay, well, that I think was an a interesting discussion of where we are as of now, what we think is likely to be happening in the economy. And why don't we close at this point? And I'll thank you, Glenn, and okay, mention you. to the listeners that if you're listening to this podcast through the link on our blog, you know where we are. But if you found us some other way, then you may want to check out our new blog. It's at hubbardobrieneconomics.com. And we've already posted a number of updates related to the pandemic. We'll have new posts at least every few days. So please check back or you can subscribe and then you'll receive an email from us anytime we posted something new. So thanks again to everyone for joining us for this conversation. We look forward to connecting with instructors and students again on a future Hubbard O'Brien Economics podcast. Please stay safe. <laughs>